Come on right there at home. Why don't you lift your hands and give God praise? Listen, you are now watching Living Faith, the church that makes you fall in love with church all over again and i am so excited about the word that god has laid on my heart uh but will you take this moment and just pray with me if you would do me a favor and just lift your hands right where you are in your home uh if you're laying in your bed sitting on the couch riding in your car uh if you do me a favor and lift your hands not as a sign of surrender uh but as a sign that we are victorious and that we are winners as you're lifting your hands let's pray lord we thank you for being so good to us we thank you god for your grace and for your anointing and god today i ask that every person that is to hear your word that their life will be transformed and that they will never be the same god i thank you for your anointing i thank you for your glory and god i ask that you go and you touch the sister touch the brother that is discouraged touch the person that has been stuck in their house and trying to figure out god what am i going to do next god we speak strength over them we speak power over them we speak your anointing over them and god today we give you glory because there is none like you god we give you praise because there is none like you and lord we declare that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard lord are the things that you are going to do for us in our life and god we praise you and we give you glory in jesus name amen hallelujah listen i'm super excited uh, about the word today listen do me a favor share this with a friend share this with a neighbor and let them know that the word is going forth listen i know the singing is great the dancing is great but there's something about the word of god uh, that transforms us in so many ways and does things for us uh, that you can never even imagine and so today we're going to start at the beginning uh, of the bible we're going to go to the book of Genesis, uh, which should be hard to find for most of you, um, but we're going to go to the book of Genesis 41 and 17. Genesis 41 and 17. We're going to talk about a dreamer, uh, somebody who uh, simply uh, was a person who had so many dreams and so many things that he believed in. But on this morning, I really want to share with you about the importance of flourishing during times of famine. How do I flourish during this time when things are in a disarray and when our country uh, has simply fell apart and things are simply not working uh, the way we think those things ought to work? So I'm going to encourage you that this is your moment and your time to flourish during this famine, during this shutdown, during this pandemic. This is your moment to flourish and to do the things that God has called for you to do. So let's go to Genesis 41 and 17. The word of the Lord declares, then Pharaoh said to Joseph, in my dream, I was standing on the bank of the Nile when out of the river there came seven cows, fat and sleek, and they grazed among the reeds. After them, seven other cows, up scrawny and very ugly and lean. I have never seen such ugly cows in the land of Egypt. The lean, ugly cows ate up the seven fat cows and the first up and came up first. But even after they ate them, no one could tell that they had done so. 
they looked just as ugly as before. Then I woke up. In my dream, I saw seven heads of grains, full and good, growing on a single stalk. After them, seven other heads sprouted, withered and thin and scorched by the east wind. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven good heads. I told this to my magicians, but none of them could explain it to me. 25 says, then Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dream of the Pharaoh are one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh and he is about what he is about to do. The seven good cows and the seven are seven years and the seven good heads of grain are seven years. It is one and the same dream. The seven lean and ugly cows that came up after are seven years. So are the seven worthless heads of grain scorched by the west wind. They are the seven years of famine. And we'll stop at 28. 28 says, it is just as I said to Pharaoh, God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Flourish during times of famine. As many of you know, our world has been derailed and everything that we know as church, everything that we know as life has now changed just in the matter of weeks. And now it seems as though that unemployment is at an all-time high. It seems as though that our lives have now changed uh, what it seemingly or, or seemingly is for the worse and not for the better. But I'm going to rewind just a little bit because one of the things that I love about the Bible is that the Bible is very intricate and good on as it relates to telling stories about uh, people's lives. Before uh, Joseph got to this place, Joseph was a young man at home, uh, hanging out, had a normal life like most of us, hanging out with his brothers, and he was just a dreamer. He was the dreamer in the group. And, and, and let me tell you the thing about dreamers in a group. The thing about people that are dreamers in a group, they tend to get hated on, laughed at, talked about, and ridiculed because they are dreamers. And so on this morning, I want to talk to the dreamers, the person that says, I'm a dreamer. I have a dream. I believe that God is going to do some impossible things in my life. So let's rewind just a little bit in Genesis because the Bible says um, that Joseph was a dreamer. And he has this dream, and we'll just parenthetically uh, 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 make it to the 21st century dream. He has this dream uh, that he's living better, that he's doing better, and that his brothers are actually working for his company, and that his brothers uh, are having to look to him. So he decides that he wants to share this dream with his brothers. And I need you to catch this, because some of you are sharing your dream with people that you think that are your brother and your sister, but they are really your enemy and they are trying to destroy you all at the same time. I ain't talking to nobody on this morning. Bible says that he's so excited, he's so eager that he has to share his dream with his brother. Can I submit something to you on this morning? There are sometimes and seasons in your life where you simply just need to be quiet about the dreams that God has given you and just say, let me just allow this dream to come into fruition because there are some 
some people that are waiting to steal your dream, take your dream, and they're trying to stay, take whatever it is that you believe in. So, so, so the Bible says that he shares his dream with his brothers. Now, now I need you to catch this. And his brothers begin to laugh and they begin to say, you really believe that, that, that you're going to be ruling over us? There are some people that are laughing at you right now and they're saying, do you really believe that you're going to do all of this stuff that you've written down and now the economy has fallen apart? Oh. They're saying to you, you shouldn't start a company and now everybody is losing. Now is the perfect time for you to step out and do, it, do whatever it is that God has called for you to do. So Bible says that they begin to laugh at him because, because there's no way that you are going to do what you say that you are going to do. So, so, so evidently they believe this a little more than he do, a little more than he does because the Bible says, is that his brothers actually throw him in a pit. And I need you to catch what I'm about to tell to what I'm about to say to you because this is absolutely paramount to where God is about to help you flourish in this famine. They throw him in a pit and they contemplate taking his life. They contemplate taking him out. But the Bible says that one brother says, we'll leave him in the pit and we'll sell him off into slavery. See, see, you gotta be careful who you tell your dreams to because they'll try to sell you out. Mm, Y'all don't hear me in here. They'll try to sell you out and they'll try to ensure that you don't accomplish the things that you wanted to accomplish. So, so, so I need you to write this down that every pit should teach you something. Come on, write it down, write it down. Every pit should teach you something. When he landed in the first pit, the Bible says that he was just a dreamer, which means while he was in this pit, he was still a dreamer. He was still who he was. What are you saying, Pastor Tuck? What I'm saying to you is, even in the pit, you are still gifted and called to do what God has called for you to do. Come on, say it with me. Even in the pit, I am still gifted and called to do what God has called me to do. This pit that I am in, this trial, this atrocity that I am in is going to teach me something, is going to allow something to come out of me that has never came out of me before. I need you to catch this, that your pit that you are in right now, your struggle that you are in right now is about to teach you something that you have never been, that you have never had before. And not only is it about to teach you something, but it's about to give you a gift that you have never had, that you have never tapped into, that you have never worked with, that you have never known you had, had you not landed in this pit. So write it down. Every pit should teach you something. So in this pit, he was a dreamer. Now let's skip over just a little bit. Bible says that he gets sold off into slavery and he begins to work for Potiphar. And the Bible says that he finds favor. Now I need some of y'all to catch this. Some of you are going to find favor even in your low place. Some of you are going to find favor even in a place where it looks as though that you're not doing anything or it looks as though that you're not making it. Now let me help some of you understand 
understand this, that you have to understand and you must know that, that in, order, in order for you to go to the next place, when you conquer being a servant, you will win at being a warrior. Uh, come on, let me say that one more time. When you conquer being a servant, you will win at being a warrior. And so what, what, what Joseph began to do, Joseph began to conquer being a servant and God began to elevate him and make him greater. See, some of you on today will never conquer your low place. And if you don't ever conquer your low place, don't you ever expect to get to this place. Woo, I ain't talking to nobody in here on this morning. The Bible says that, that he conquers being a servant. I wish we had more people that were more concerned about conquering being a servant than they were about having a title, than they were about how many members do you have, than they were about how much money you're making. We need people today, and I believe that God is calling the church today to say, I want somebody to conquer being a servant first. You got to conquer being a servant first. God is saying, listen, I'm looking for the servant, the individual that says, I want to serve first before I ever had a title, before I ever was called, before I ever was ordained. I am a servant first. You got to conquer being a servant if you're ever going to win being a warrior. Let's keep going. Let's keep going because, because this is getting good. So, so remember I said earlier that the pit has to teach you something. And now you have to understand when there's favor, there is also, there is also, there is also hatred and there is also enemies and people that don't want you to succeed and don't want you to make it. Bible says that he not only finds favor in Potiphar, but he also finds favor in Potiphar's wife. Now I need you to catch this. Bible says, listen to this, Bible says that she, she's attracted to him. She's attracted to him. And, 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 and don't you know, for those of you that are annoyed, anointed and called, there are some people that are attracted to your anointing. They're not even attracted to you. They're attracted to your gift. Hello, somebody. They're attracted to how you serve and what you do. And don't you know that the enemy wants to interrupt your ability to be able to serve? Let me say it one more time. The enemy wants to interrupt your ability to be able to serve. Bible says that she throws herself on him. And when she throws herself on him, he says to her, he says, the master has given me everything, but the master has not given me you. Now, 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 now let's take a period here because some of us, we are good, come on here, at, at, at living right when we are in front of people. Come on, but we are no good at living right when we are behind closed doors. What are you doing when people can't see you and when people don't know what's going on? Come on here, somebody. So the Bible says that, that, that he rejects her and, we, and, 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 and we're moving. Bible says, and he rejects her. And when he rejects her, she lies on him. Listen to this. When he rejects her, she lies on him. Can I submit something to you? If people are lying on you, then you are probably in the divine will of God. If people are talking about you and putting you down and saying what you're doing is crazy, then let me help you, brother. Let me help you, sister. You are probably doing what God wants you to do. Check this. He goes to jail to another pit. Pit number two. Come on, here, somebody. Woo! 
Come on, pit number two. Because the second pit begins to pull something out of him. The pit is not to destroy you, but the pit is to pull something out of you that has never been pulled out of you before. I need somebody to work with me on this morning that is stuck in stupid, that is stuck in a place where they feel like they can't get out. This pit is about to pull something out of you that has never been pulled out of you before. This pit is about to develop something through you that has never been developed before. And so listen to this. So every pit should do what? Teach you something. Woo! Come on here. Come on here. Come on here. This pit was not only teaching him how to be a dreamer, but now this pit has now taught him how to be an interpreter. Now, I need you to catch this, and then we're going to go to our next point and get out of here. What is your pit teaching you? What is what you're going through trying to pull out of you? You just lost your job. You're stuck in the house, and you don't know what to do. But what is this about to pull out of you, and what is God saying that is about to grow through you and come out of you. This pit is not only pulling dreams out of you, but this pit has now pulled an interpreter out of you because the word says that while he was in the dungeon, in the pit, in jail with everybody else, he not only was a dreamer, uh, come on here somebody, but he began to interpret other dreams. Listen, listen, listen. Your pit is about to snatch something out of you. See, see, people are waiting on you to die and people are waiting on you to quit, not knowing that the pit is just your development ground, that the pit is just a place where God is developing you. Now, 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 for those of you that lived in the 90s and the 80s and the 70s, and before we had all these digitized pictures, we had to put everything on film. The only way that film could ever be developed is that it had to go to a dark place first. Woo! Good God Almighty. Some of you are in a dark place not understanding that the dark place is your place of development. It's a place where God is developing you and making you into what he wants you to be. And so this pit is your development pit. It is the place where God is about to design you and make you into everything that people never thought that you could be. Woo! Let me calm down because I'm getting happy. I'm getting real happy all by myself because why number one your pit should pull something out of you and your pit should teach you something so I need you to catch this I need you to catch this I appreciate Joseph because Joseph you never hear the Bible record him talking about what happened in the past you never hear him grumbling about how people did him and how they mistreated him and what they took from him you never hear him complaining about that so can I submit something to you on this morning you can't start a new chapter if you keep rereading the last one Come on here. You can't start a new chapter if you keep rereading the last one. It is time to start a new chapter. It is time to get over the past hurt and the past pain of them talking about you and not supporting you and not standing behind you. Come on, it's time to get over that now because you cannot move to a new chapter if you keep rereading this old one. 
It's time to move on. It's time to move to something different. It's time to move to something else. Now let's keep going. Let's keep going. Bible says he's in jail because this pit is now pulling something out of him. This pit is now pulling something through him. And so first pit, he was a dreamer. Second pit, he's now a dreamer and an and a interpreter. Come on, I need you to catch this. First pit, he's a dreamer. Second pit, he's now a dreamer and a interpreter. So now the pit has now developed some things in him and designed some things in him that order, or that, that, that had he had that had he not landed in that pit, he would not have made it to the place that he had made it to. Bible says while they were down there, he began to tell dreams and interpret dreams and he began to tell one of the guys, you're going to get out and when you get out, you're going to die. And then he told one of the other guys, when you get out, they're going to give you a job in the king's house. And so when the king now as we're transitioning to the book of Genesis, to the chapter that we read earlier, when the king needed somebody to interpret their dream, I need you to catch this. He remembered who he met in the dungeon, in jail, in the pit. Listen, see, this is why it is vital that you be mindful of how you act, what you say, what you do, and how you respond when you're going through. Why? Because what you do in that moment of assumption, what you do in that moment when things aren't working right is going to change the trajectory of what must happen later. I need you to listen. I need you to listen. I need you to listen. Bible says that he remained consistent and he continued to do what God had called him to do. And so by him remaining consistent, because just because we are out of our churches, that don't mean we don't remain consistent. Just because we can't come in these four cornered walls that don't mean we don't remain consistent just because we can't do church the way we used to do church don't mean that we don't remain consistent you must remain consistent Come on, say it with me. I got to remain consistent. Come on, say it with me. I got to remain consistent. Come on, say it with me. I got to remain consistent. Bible says that he is consistent in doing what he does. And because he was consistent in his dungeon, God begins to reward him by allowing his name to be brought up. Come on, here's somebody. God begins to reward him by allowing him to be faithful. Because see, some of you, 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 you only want to do it when people are calling your name. You only want to be faithful when people are calling your name but can you be faithful when nobody knows your name when nobody is calling you and nobody cares for you and nobody believes in your vision Bible says that, that, that he begins to remind the king I met a man named Joseph in jail and he can tell you what your dream entails listen to this Bible says that they bring him up from the jail cell Listen to this, because what you have to understand is that if you keep believing in your dreams, your dreams are going to free you from your past. Oh, come on, here's somebody. If you believe in your dreams, your dreams will free you from the past. I need you to catch that. I need you to catch that. If you keep believing in your dreams, your dreams are going to free you from the past. Come on, give me, give me, give me, give me six more minutes and we'll be out of your way. Now, 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 Bible says that 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 the king brings him up, and when the king brings him up, he begins to tell the king about his dream. 
And he begins to let the king know there are going to be seven years of famine and there's going to be seven years of prosperity. And so it is important for you, king, to start putting back everything and getting prepared for what is to come because there's a famine that's coming. King looks at Joseph and he says, you know what? He says, my magicians and my wizards and, 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 and my warlocks couldn't even interpret this dream. So now I'm about to make you head over our economy. I'm about to make you head over all of the things that, that were now taken to you. I want y'all to free him from everything. I want y'all to deliver him from everything. And let me tell you what God will do. God, in the face of your enemy, will elevate you. Woo! Let me say it one more time. God, in the face of your enemy, will elevate you. Bible says, Bible says that as time went on, the famine hit the land and his brothers, the same ones that threw him in the pit, his brothers, the same ones that laughed at him, his brothers, the same ones that sold him into slavery, his brothers showed up one day. They did not recognize him, but, 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 but he recognized who they were because let me tell you something that the pit will do for you. Let me tell you something that God will do for you. God will get you in a place where you won't look like the things that you have been through. People are expecting you to look raggedy, toe up and busted while we're going through this pandemic. But when you come back, people ain't even going to know that this is who you are. They didn't, they couldn't even recognize him. They didn't even know who he was. Bible says that he knew who they were. Now let's skip across the field. Bible says that, 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 that of course, he, he, he plays a trick on them and he does all of this stuff. But, but when they come back, God begins to show them that the same people that looked over you now have to look to you. Come on, I want you to put that and write that on the screen. Come on here, the same people that looked over me are now looking for me. The same people that talked about you, lied about you, and said that you weren't going to do anything are the same people that are getting ready to need you and that are getting ready to fight for you and to stand for you. Can I submit something to you as we transition from this sermon? Just as Joseph was a dreamer and just as Joseph believed and kept dreaming and pit number one, he was a dreamer. Pit number two, he was a dreamer and an interpreter and now his dreams that he interpreted have now came to a reality. Can I submit something to you on this morning that your dreams are getting ready to come true that God has stopped the world so you can become everything that it is that you need to become now is not the time for you to recede and to stop now is the time for you to stand and say God everything that you have placed in me I believe I stand on it and I know that you are going to give me what I ask for come on you want to lift your hands right there in your house Come on, lift your hands right there in your house and just say, God, I trust you in this and I believe you in this and I know that I am going to graduate and I am going to move to a place that I have never been before. Come on, lift your hands and that even in this famine, even in this disaster, even during COVID-19, we are going to survive and not only are we are going to survive, but our dreams and our visions are getting ready to come true. If you believe that won't you lift your hands won't you give God glory because you will survive in this famine come on say it with me I will survive come on say it with me I 
will survive. Come on, say it like you mean it. I will Come on, say it like you mean it. I will survive. You will survive. You will survive. You will not lose your mind. You will not lose your head. Woo! You will survive in this. Because what God has for you, it is for you. Just as Joseph was a dreamer, I want to encourage you, keep dreaming. Don't stop. Don't quit. Because you are about to flourish in this famine. Come on right there in your home. Would you do me a favor? And will you stand? I know you're at home. But why don't you just stand with me right there where you are? Come on, just stand. Come on, just stand. Come on, I'm going to stand with you. Right there in your home, will you just stand? Because when things look hard, now is not the time to recede. But now is the time to stand. Stand and fight like you have never stood before. If there's somebody that's watching this streaming that is not saved and said, I want to give my life to Christ, won't you just say, I want to be saved? Our ministers and our elders are there to pray with you, to encourage you and to strengthen you. Now to the person that is struggling with this current pandemic, you've lost your job. You feel like now you're about to lose your mind. Can I submit to you that you ought to put, share your prayer, share what it is that you want prayer for. And our ministers and elders are going to be praying for you and encouraging you. And as they're praying, I'm going to pray the word of faith over your life. God, we thank you that in this pandemic, that we understand and know that God, you are going to get the last say. And that giving up is not an option. God, we stand knowing that in this famine and in this atrocity that you are going to hold us and keep us in your hand. God, today go in that home and touch the person that is discouraged. Go in that home and touch the person that says, I'm tired. And God, we speak strength over them. We speak power over them. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.